Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that the 2021 Pillar Retreat Playback is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. everyone. My name is Jesse Ellertson. I'm a 14-year military wife and we are in the National Guard. So I am a National Guard wife. I am a life coach and my specialty is helping military wives who want to have a better experience during deployments. And I also work with Becky over at Brave Crates. I'm her online community manager and I love that. So I am just so passionate about being a part of this amazing military spouse support effort that is out there. And I am so glad that you guys are here. Today, we are talking about asking for help and why it is so hard to ask for help sometimes. And I want to particularly speak to National Guard wives today. Now, while it's hard across the board, whether you're in the military or not, whether you're asking for help during a deployment or not, whether you're a National Guard wife or not, it's hard to ask for help. But I want to put an emphasis and really speak to National Guard wives today Because I think that one thing that adds to why it's so hard to ask for help is that we are typically living a very civilian life when we're National Guard wives. You know, we're not living on base, we're not living on post, we're not surrounded by military families, by people who get it, right? We are surrounded by civilians who sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't, depending on their life experiences and their understanding. And I think that that adds a layer of difficulty when we are in a position where we need some help. Sometimes we're worried that if we ask for help, we'll appear weak or vulnerable. And sometimes we can be very uncomfortable with appearing those ways. Another reason that it can be hard to ask for help is sometimes we think if we ask for help, that means that we're failing. And a big one that I see in myself and again with my clients is that we tell ourselves like everyone has their own stuff. They don't have time to help me. Like I just need to handle this myself. And it's important to know that we can handle it all by ourselves. We all do often. But I want to say, like, even if you can do it all by yourself, that doesn't mean that you should. And often when we force it and do it all by ourselves, it comes at a cost. And that's really challenging. So that's, that's important to understand. So now that we kind of have an understanding of why it is hard to ask for help, now I want to share a story with you of a time that really illustrates a moment like this where uh, it would have been very simple and understandable to ask for help. And yet I didn't because of, you know, some of these reasons that popped up for me. And uh, after I share that story, I want to give you guys some awesome tips to help you move forward and feel more ready and encouraged to ask for help. So during my husband's first full year deployment, this was in 2013, I got really sick one week, just a really bad cold. And I was just down for a few days. You know, I wasn't getting better and I wasn't getting better. And one day my in-laws called me and said, hey, can we bring you guys dinner? And I said, oh, that'd be really nice. I had just been throwing like cereal and bread at my children because I'd just been laying on the couch so sick. So I accepted that offer of help, really proud of myself, right? 
And they brought dinner over and they played with my kids and oh, it was feeling so good. And I was so grateful to get that help and that relief. And that moment came when my in-laws turned to me and they said, is there anything else we can do for you? Part of me was just screaming inside my head saying, ask them to put the kids to bed for you. But the simultaneous battle that occurred in that moment was my brain through a few of these kinds of thoughts at me, these excuses or issues that we talked about at the beginning of why I shouldn't ask for help. And the, the really powerful ones were like, it's too much to ask. They've already helped. You can just do it. You know, just a few of those things. And that was what won the battle. And this all happened in just one second. And I turned to them and like put on a fake smile and I said, no, you know, we're great. Thanks so much for bringing dinner. And so I sent them on their way and I'm like almost crying because I'm so sick and I'm so tired. And all I want to do is get in bed and go to sleep. And then at now I, my help has left and I have to go put my kids to bed. And it was just that moment that I realized like, this is a really hard human thing that we deal with, whether it be pride or previous experiences. There's lots of reasons why we just resist asking for help. And yet help is what we need. And getting help when we're in these really challenging deployment seasons makes such a difference. So now I want to give you guys some tips and ideas to really help you make some headway in this area. So the first tip that I want to give you, if you're not very practiced at asking for help, the place that I want you to start is just start accepting offers. So this can look different for different people. Some people aren't getting a lot of offers. And I'm really sorry if you're in that situation. I've got lots more tips for you as well. But often, once people learn that, you know, our husband's deployed and we have little kids, they'll say something like, can I bring you dinner? Or they'll say, let us know if there's anything we can do, right? You're going to have that kind of response you get from some people. Some people will just say, oh, that must be hard. And then like walk away from you and not make an offer. And that's okay. But I want you to start paying attention to the offers. So if they offer something specific, I want you to have a, like seriously an exact phrase you're going to say right in the moment. And you're going to start accepting every offer given to you that you're comfortable with. So the one that I want to suggest to you as this, this sentence, this response that you have loaded, right? Because your gut reaction is going to be to say, no, we're good. Thanks. Like I, we don't need anything. That's just an interesting thing to notice that that's going to be our gut reaction. But a sentence that I'm going to suggest, and you can pick your own if this one doesn't fit you, is just, that would be so helpful. Thank you. So someone says, you know, can I take your kids for a couple of hours? Can I bring you dinner? I'm at the grocery store. Can I bring you, a, can I bring you a gallon of milk? I just want you to say, whether it's a text or saying it verbally, I just want you to say, that would be so helpful. Thank you. And then you'll feel yourself be like, oh, it was too much. I shouldn't have said yes, whatever. And you're like, no, it's okay. They offered, I accept it. I'm accepting offers to help now. Okay, so this next tip is tip number two. I want you to start making a literal, physical, tangible list that you're gonna add to of anybody who you could call in a moment of need. Now, I want you to maybe start by putting people on this list you know, your mom, your dad, your in-laws, your cousins, whoever, you know, kind of your support group, people that are local to you, your, your neighbor that you trust, right? Then I want you to add to this list anytime somebody says that to you, let us know how we can help. It's interesting that in my experience, those people really do want to help. They just have no idea what you need and no idea how to help. And I want you to have this list so that when the moment arises, when the need arises, your brain will typically go blank. And you'll think, I don't have anyone. I have, I, you know, I have no one. 
to help me. Like, I don't know why we do that, but we do. So instead you're going to have that thought and then you say, oh, wait, I have a list. Then you're going to go to the list and say like, okay, I've already asked these three people pretty recently. So let's call this one. They said to me, you can remind yourself, they said to me, let us know if there's anything we can do to help. Okay. The third tip is that I want you to start making a list of things that you can do to ask people specifically for how they can help come and help you. So it might be a little bit general, some of them, like take my kids for an hour or come play with my kids for an hour or come do some yard work, right? Or it might be really specific, like I need my gutters cleaned out or, you know, my printer's not working. I really need someone who knows how to do this kind of thing. You know, typically it's the stuff that like our husband's in charge of and we don't know how to do that. And when they're gone, those areas just like really suffer, right? So I want you to start making a super detailed, super specific list so that when you get the offer or when the need really arises, you've got this list ready. And someone might call you and say like, hey, I'm really, I've been thinking about you. I know your husband's gone. How can I help? And then instead of just being like, I don't know, we're fine. Because again, your mind will go blank. Like I don't, can't even think of something you could help me with. Instead, you have a list of things that you could use help with. And you can say to them, you know, are you good at printers? <laughs> Come help me fix my printer. Or you can say like, I could really use some help cleaning out my fridge. I'm just so overwhelmed this week. Can you come clean out my fridge? Like just make that list. People want to be told specifically how they can help you. It's going to be really, really helpful. People want to help. They really, really do. There's going to be an occasional person who's offering insincerely, but that's not your business. Most people really, really do want to help you. So remind yourself of that. People want to support military families. It's important to them. They want to be patriotic and show their patriotism and fulfill their patriotic duty, particularly us National Guard wives who are surrounded by people who are not in the military. They have very few ways to fill this and supporting a military family is one of those ways. I want you to remind yourself that just because you can do it all doesn't mean you should. And when you do, it inevitably comes at a cost. That's another great reason to be accepting offers and asking for help. I want you to remind yourself that asking for help is one piece of how you take care of yourself and your family. You're doing so much. And one of the ways you take care of your, yourself and your family while your significant other is deployed is that you ask for help and you say yes when people say, can I help you? It's amazing. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. You guys, you are doing a phenomenal job coming from a National Guard wife who's just in the trenches with you knowing how hard it is. We are all doing so much better than we think. We worry that we're not strong enough. We work really hard on being strong enough, but I want you to give yourself permission to believe that you are already completely and totally strong enough. And asking for help is one more way you show that strength. Take some time to congratulate yourself and thank yourself for all that you're doing because you do so much. My little homework that I have for you besides these lists you're going to go make, is that if you want more on what I've talked about today, this was like my 10-minute version of a 30-minute talk that I give on this topic. So just go check out my podcast, Simply Resilient, and it's episode number 46, Why Is It So Hard to Ask for Help? And I give a lot of this, but I go more in depth on everything and what's going on in our brain that makes it so hard to ask for help when help is what we need. So go check it out, and I can't wait to talk to you guys in the comments. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. 
We hope that this playback from the 2021 Pillar Retreat inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. We hope you'll join us again for this year's digital retreat for deployment countdowns by getting your free ticket at www.pillardeploymentretreat.com.